welcome back to another episode of the Holla at Me podcast. This is, of course, Ox Turner. You know what? I don't know why I say of course, because uh, there may be those times when I'm a little tired, you know, and I might have someone fill in for me. Maybe. I don't. We'll see. This is only episode nine. Um, but I hope you guys are all doing good out there. Happy Monday. Uh, have another episode to bring forth for you guys. Um, I got the opportunity to catch up with an old friend in Los Angeles, uh, Sabir Hall, also known as Nov Knights. Um, Sabir is one of those people that you, that you know how like you know how those people. There's people that are just like artistically gifted at almost everything they do. This is one of those people. Um, he moved primarily to the West Coast to pursue music, but um, also. Uh, graphic designs uh amongst other things he actually designed uh one of my shirts the only shirts that ended up selling out actually he was the 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 mastermind behind that um i knew sabir back in college Uh, he's from philadelphia we talked about his journey from philly to penn state and then how how he eventually uh made that jump to come out uh to la like stereotypically like everybody else and just kind of how he's had to deal with um pursuing music in an oversaturated world market all of the above um dope interview um it starts off in, in the mid- and we're in the middle of a conversation already um and at the end i will play one of his songs so again this is sabir hall um uh, his his uh artist name is nov knights if you want to check him out on youtube uh soundcloud and of course, uh, if you want to reach out to me for any reason, um, any suggestions for the show, um, any comments, any concerns, or um, you want to be a part of this, feel free to holler at me. You know my Instagram by now. It's Ox for the Socks. All right, so we're gonna jump right into the interview. Enjoy. It's like the LA talent record. That's crazy. It's a bad time period. Yeah. So do you want to? I mean, so I just started recording right now. Okay, cool, cool. How do you? Blow, I mean, we're just talking about how do you blow up on the social media. Who knows nowadays? I, I don't know, man. I think t- I think like the trend was like, okay, you post often, you do things often, you interact often, and that was the thing. But like, post on what? Like, are the platforms different too? Do you think like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? Do you think you have to have a different like a different market? Yeah, yeah. SoundCloud. Each, yeah, for each uh, platform, I think you need a whole different approach. How the fuck do you blow up on SoundCloud? I don't understand. SoundCloud that. is. It's a hit or miss with SoundCloud because it's it's oversaturated. Same as Instagram, same as Twitter, same as anywhere. Right. Nothing's meaningful anymore. Like so, you you can post the best song ever on SoundCloud, and no one to listen. But you know, you can have a weird little fourteen-year-old kid post a song on SoundCloud. But why does that fourteen-year-old get the get the listens I, and I, get the re the repost? Th- what happened? Like my opinion, I think it sounds weird, but I think the older we get, the smaller our network becomes. Mm. When you're young, when you're sixteen. You follow everybody. Yeah, you follow that. everybody. Right. And you got a, a you have a wide reach. You ha- you have an entire high school. You're going back to school with your new song and you have a you know, you have a hundred people within yeah. arm's reach to promote your music to. Yeah. So it can spread way quicker. When you get older your connections aren't as grand. You know, you you have a small group if anything. What yeah. do you think the sweet spot is? Like college? If you, yeah, co- if you ideally I think go the to college? ideal spot is college. But we never see the opportunity in college because we're just there partying. We didn't know, know what the fuck. Yeah, yeah, we're at college. Like, yo, I'm trying to turn up where the, where the shorties at. Like, I'm trying. All right, so yeah. before we get too deep into it, who yeah. are you? Uh, I'm Sabir Hall. Okay. Nove Knights. Okay. Music artist, designer. Okay. Fashion artist, everything, you know, one so, man. So how I know Sabir, uh, his boy was, I was his, I was his friend's RA in college. We both yeah. went to Penn State. Yeah. I never knew that you 
we're doing music. I knew Cloudy. Yeah. I knew Brian was doing music, yep. but I didn't I didn't know that you had any time. You were always cool and everything, but I, I never knew that you had this like outlet of artistic. Yeah. I kind of wasn't expressing it, I guess, in a way. Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, I was already just chilling. I kind of had my niche in uh, Penn State, so I was just like riding my wave. And then like, I was like, damn, I need to actually do the things that I'm interested in versus mm -hmm. what just comes with me. And I was always chilling, smoking around, playing shit. <laughs> and so what pushed what pushed you to finally start expressing yourself and recording yourself, expressing yourself? I mean, like, first of all, how long ha have you like appreciated music? Oh, man, like, literally all my life. But I think I started like actually writing and recording music um, right after high school. Right mm -hmm. after high school, I was like, man, I had those, you know, I had those those grand dreams, you know. I think like Justin Bieber had just came out, <laughs> right. And I'm like, yo, he can do if it. he can do it, I can do it. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like I'm about to make the next pop banger, you know? yeah. <laughs> and that was my approach. So that was like, that was that was your that was your lane that you were trying to stick in the pop. pop. Yeah, like I always wanted to make popular music. I thought yeah. that was like, you know, especially at that time, like I used to follow Billboard, uh, Top 100, Top whatever, yeah, all the time. And I saw the top 10 songs, and I was just like, damn, I want that. Like that mm -hmm. was cool. Like wide reach music. So like. That was always my aim, but, right? You know, as I got older, I guess the style transformed a little bit more into I don't know what I like. How much of Philadelphia? Because you're from Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, in Philly? I'm from Philly, from North Philly. Yeah. yeah. Where? How, how much of Philly like has influ influenced that also? The music or like my all of it? Oh man, so open the question, man. In every way possible, you know, mm -hmm. I, the, my early beginnings of even appreciating music came from just sitting out in the neighborhood i used to be like you know chilling on the block running wild and there's an old man across the street playing the guitar you know got the electric guitar set up mm -hmm. and i'm just like rocking out to that so my, my dad's playing guitar you know what i mean okay when he's around he's playing it so i'm just grabbing this inf influences very early on appreciating yeah. music like way early i was young like very young so you know my dad i just remember my dad like playing Jimi hendrix like mm. reenacting in the guitar and shit and i mm -hmm. thought that was crazy i'm like yeah i'm trying to do that like is jimmy someone that you still like do you still listen to yeah i, yeah, I love jimmy man yeah jimmy's yeah. like yeah man jimmy had the same birthday so it's like oh, cool shit. yeah i look at jimmy like yo that's kind of cool like one in the same kind of look like me some days <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some days man yeah how much uh so who 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 are your musical influences oh man so I could never dad, say. Uh, I mean, dad, does I wouldn't call him a musical influence. He wasn't. No. My pops wasn't around that long okay. to, be, okay. <laughs> to uh, be okay. a heavy influence, but like, he definitely put me on to like older music. So I had respect for that music. Yeah, but I didn't just grow up as a wild kid. It's like you know, when I was young, when I bought music alone, like with my own money. I was buying, you know, DMX album, mm -hmm. uh, Cash Money shit, like yeah. everything like that. That was my wave. So, like, went the block. Yeah, yeah, the, the block. block. You couldn't tell me anything, <laughs> yo. Tell, the big timers came out. Yeah. You couldn't tell me nothing about right. any of that. Right. But like, my dad and, and um, they kept me grounded with the old school stuff, so I kind of had respect for it. So, it was like a, I don't know, cool yeah. balance. I remember. Do you, I mean, like, do you ever like reflect back on like the sh the shitty music we listened to back in yeah, the day? Hell yeah, <laughs> yo, 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 I'm like, just playing a song like yo, <laughs> Skater Boy from Ava Levine came on. And I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. You liked that shit back then? Yeah, I, did I, too. I can't, I can't even front. <laughs> I'm not gonna front. I'm not. Skater Boy was hot. I'm in. A, I'm in a, I remember those days. Like, Why you bring that out of me? <laughs> I don't want people. To, yeah, for sure. Yo, Skater Boy was crazy. I was in fourth grade or fifth, whatever it was, and I'm just like. On YouTube, YouTube was just popping off, so I'm on there heavy. Yeah, it was. I was listening to all of the rock stuff. You couldn't tell me anything about Avril Lavigne, Green Days, and 
Did, oh, man. did what kind of like what high what kind of high school did you go to? Was it diverse uh, I went or was to it? a boarding school? Yeah, yeah. I went to a school called Gerard College in so, Philly. Yeah, in Philly. Yeah. So Gerard. you lived in Philly and went to a boarding school. In yeah, Philly. I was in. Yeah, I got sent to the boarding school. You got for, sent to. Well, it's a school for underprivileged kids okay. that have like potential. So you, for sure, you have to be um, from single parent homes. Mm-hmm. And you have to have you know tough situations at, in your home. Like for sure. So like. Once you got accepted to the school, they kind of took care of you. Okay. You know, they fed you, clothed yeah. you, provided you good education, safe place. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the environment. So I was there from 4th to 12th grade. Mm-hmm. So most of my exploration Damn, came from that. Yeah, like, the whole time. Like. Wow. But I went home. Like, we, we got to go home on summers and weekends. It was college. You are, you were already in college yeah, in co- the 4th yeah, grade. Yeah, it was college already. Damn. So I was already, like, I was already used to having a sense of independency and doing mm-hmm. my own thing because it was just, I don't know, that was just life already for me at a young right. age. So. And there, you know, you go on a boarding school, you go up fast, man. You go up real fast because, like, it's no more mom and dad. Nobody looking out for you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, it's just you and a bunch of other dirty kids from all over the neighborhoods and all over the city. And it's right. just like, get along or fight it out until you do. And for that sure. was just, like, the lifestyle until we all just got cool. Was was like, your neighborhood hard to, like, did you did you feel like neighborhood was home at all? But since you were away so much and uh, like you didn't really know your neighbors, you didn't really know your the the kid, other kids your age. Nah, nah, I, I was in tune. You know, like like because you know I, I hopped out real young. I was always running around the neighborhood like super young, For sure. like before I was even in the grade school system. So like I knew everybody in the neighborhood. I was right with them in the mix. So like it was weird though because as I started to age, I stopped hanging around the people in my neighborhood as much. And then I started hanging around with my my friends from my boarding school more often. So, like, it started to switch things up a little oh, bit. You got older, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, like, most of I still I'm still cool like, with my neighborhood. Everybody still know me. It's the same thing. But, yeah. Like, you know, it was definitely a wild area right. at the time. Yeah, it got very wild around there. <laughs> and uh, was college, like, was college part of the plan for you? Or, did, or like, always? or No. No, nah, I didn't even want to go to college, to be honest with you. I mean, because Penn State's a good school. Yeah, depending yeah, yeah, yeah. on Depending on, like, who you ask. Yeah. You know, the people that went to UPenn you know, or right, Stanford or whatever, school, like, yeah. oh, you went to a state school? Right. But, like, I mean, I, I think the I think 70% of the people would say, like, going to Penn State was a great school. So yeah. you're, you're saying I wasn't really trying to go. Yeah, I didn't even. So what how, what happened there? It was just, like. Was it mom or? Not really. It was just more social pressure society uh-huh. just making me believe that this was the route i should take like there's no other way you yeah. go to school you finish school right you know get your career and, and that's life for you and i was yeah. like all right well might as well be a doctor a lawyer or something so like you just that. slipped into going to penn state yeah did you apply <laughs> anywhere else yeah i applied to a lot of schools i applied to you know all the dukes and miami uh arizona morehouse all those places i got into all of them but what, what were the reasons why you applied to some of these schools just trying to get away yeah, mm-hmm. I was just going to go live that college life. Like I knew I was going to live that movie life. That I, I mean, you see that movie at college, yeah. it's like I'm until you wanted to life. apply to a school that seemed cool. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like it was a fun environment to learn and just chill. And how how many like at the like in when you were deciding, what yeah. were you deciding between? Uh, when it came down to it, it was like uh, Morehouse, Penn State, and then um, what else was it? Man, Arizona it came down to those three. And then money comes in. And yeah. You're like, All right. Yeah. You see that financial aid package. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you start reconsidering some yeah. things. Yeah, like, for sure. Morehouse yeah. was a school that I I contemplated for sure. Also, yeah. too. Um, I often like think back. Like my life would have been so different because I don't. What was the demographics of your of your boarding school? All black. 
all black. Really? All black. We had a couple of Asians and then mm-hmm. my homie. They was like black too though. They was like Cambodian. That's yeah. the same thing. Cambodian is black Asian. <laughs> yeah, com- that's they Cambodian. Cambodian is, is they, they the black niggas. Yeah. And yeah. They, they for sure are. Like there's yeah, no for real. Like some of my Cambodian homies, man, they had they was more hit with the black shit than I was. Damn. You know what I mean? They was playing like right. all the old school soul music and shit. Everything. They know yeah, they yeah, for I go to sure. my man dorm, he playing Brian McKnight and all that type of shit. Cambo- yeah, I had some Cambodian high school. That's crazy. Yeah. I had some Cambodian friends in high school too, and they were like, they made me feel I was like, Oh, yeah, like, like, oh, damn, oh, oh like, I gotta make sure that my wallet is here. Like, yeah, I, right. I be clenching my purse. I'm like, Oh shit, these motherfuckers Yo, is real. Bro, yeah, definitely <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Um, you had that experience. Yeah. So you chose Penn State. Yep. I didn't meet you till your freshman year or sophomore year. Freshman year. Freshman I met you year, freshman year. You were um. I was the RA by yeah, the time. You was, you, yeah, you was the RA by the time. Not for Brian. Who was the no, RA? No, you were RA for somebody else. I know. Oh, Jameer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jameer. Yeah, y'all used to kick it with Jameer. Come up there. Come around there and stuff. We and, always see you around. And was it like crazy seeing not eighty five percent of yeah white kids? Oh yeah. Hell yeah, it was like a culture shock almost. Yeah. I, like, I didn't come from that environment. I came from, like, everybody I knew in my boarding school was all from the hood. It's right. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody just, just normal stuff. And it was, well, when I went to Penn State, I'm like, damn, the world white, huh? <laughs> it it is. Like, no, it really is. Yeah, I was like, all right. Well, if it weren't for my high school, my, uh, so I grew up in the Bay Area, which yeah. is like one of the, like, known for one of being in one of the most culturally diverse areas. Yeah, I was just up in the Bay, too. We got, I want to hear about that. Yeah. Uh, so from, like, preschool to, uh, I would say the seventh grade, yep. I was in all the Oakland public schools. And then all of a sudden, my dad moved me to Piedmont, which is uh, basically a private area. Like, right. basically, it's private. And I became, a, like, a huge minority. Like, one of the one of the 15 black kids Damn. in the entire school. Right. Damn. And at first, that was tough for me. Uh, but then, like... There were certain things like I just didn't feel like I fit in, and then I started, you know, used to, I started doubting myself. Yeah, because I didn't fit in. Like they weren't like I didn't really feel like I was connecting with a lot of whole lot of people. I for sure had like my main group of friends. I had a couple of Asian friends and like the you know all you know, all eight black kids. Like we all knew yeah. each other. Right. We all cool. Or it was like for sure we yeah, had to. Yeah, you got no choice. We had to. Yeah. There was right. no. There was like no That's option. How it is. There was like a couple of the black kids that like wanted to be white, and yeah. it was like all right, well we lost you guys. <laughs> it's too late. That was what it was. <laughs> and then when we went to college. And college was so much easier. For, oh, it wasn't easy because in the Bay Area, at least everybody clicks with each other. Right. When I went to college, all the white kids hung out with each other. All the black kids hung out with one group. All the Asian kids hung out with one group. And that was like, that was weird for me. Right. I imagine. That's probably crazy. Just like it? separate groups. And I found myself often hanging out with the white kids versus the black group or the Asian group or whatever. Yeah. And then I, I finally had like an epiphany. I was like, oh, shit. Like, the fuck? Like. Do I prefer to hang out with white kids? You know, so I just it just took a lot. Is this what's in your environment? You know what I mean? It's not yeah. really necessarily what you prefer. It's just it was, this was around. You know, you start yeah. to just get down to personalities and you stop caring about the skin as much. It's like, well, I like this person. And right. I like this person. So this is my group. You know? Right. Like, versus like I like this person's skin color. Like you know what I mean? That's how I felt. Yeah. Just dig a little deeper when you an outcast like that. That's you know how I mean? felt. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of crazy. That's hard to go from Oakland being in, you know that's probably all black in Oakland to, to like it, you would think. Yeah, it's it, it it was you had blacks, you had Asians, you had Mexicans, like yeah. we were all rocking the same. We had you had hood ass white, you had Jewish people, you yeah. had everything. That's what I loved. Yeah, you could walk down the street, you can go to Indian food, you can get Indi- Ethiopian food, you can get a burger, you can get Mexican food. Damn, all fire too, like Damn. all cooked. Yo, I just went, yo, I had the best. 
taco burrito I ever had up there. Shout out to um, <laughs> the Bay Area. What, so, where, what, so why were you up there? Just chilling. Man. I like to get away sometimes. It's like they just hit these little small towns on the West Coast. You just, just mobbed up on your own? Yeah, or I take like a lady friend, you know what I mean? Hmm. A little chill. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Depending on my mood. And the so body. you match you match people on Tinder down here, and you be like, hey, no, if I match on Tinder, I'm not taking nowhere. <laughs> if I match on Tinder, we doing one thing. <laughs> you feel me? If you on Tinder with it, you know how that night turned out. Oh, you know what I mean? like, what, so was it was just a visit trip? That was it. There was yeah, no. It I was it was no business, nothing. No, I never got. No, I never had business up in the bay. Just Why did you there. tell me? Because. I know people up there. Like yeah. I could have, I put a put you in. I just, you know, you I, asked me for food spots. Yeah, that's, that's all you that's asked all me I, for. Bro, that's all I do. You, <laughs> you could have asked me, oh, do you know anybody that does music up there? Do you know any spots bro, I can perform? I do, all you yo. asked me was, do you know any food <laughs> spots? Yeah, I'm a foodie, bro. Bro, like when I go places, I don't want to meet nobody. I want to <laughs> just fucking eat, go to a museum, peep some art, hit a movie. So you like art? Shop. Yeah, so I'm a big art art dude. Did you, did you visit any museums in San Francisco? Yeah, I saw them all. Yeah. Which one? The, uh, the what's the De Young one? Uh, I think you have a you don't have a modern art museum. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I hit that one. Too, the yeah. MoMA. Yeah, the MoMA. I hit the MoMA. Yeah, the MoMA was cool. Yeah, I had, like as many as I could like within that whole little trip I was there for. Yeah. So for in college, you, you you were talking about from high school in college. You were like, oh, I might as well just fuck around and be a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, so I started Did, in pre-med, you know? So really? Yeah, my, my major was pre-med, and I was like, all right. This O-cam, is clear cut. all that shit. Yeah, all that shit. And I saw that schedule. I said, never mind. <laughs> never <laughs> said, mind. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> so how did, that, wait, how did that, where did that switch to? Where did that go to? It went to, it just went downhill after that. Like, you know, I went to school, and I'm like, all right, cool, pre-med, finish it, get mm-hmm. it done. And then... You get there and you're like, damn, this is lit. It's like parties, all the girls. Yeah. It was just like a lot of, you know, I wasn't used to that. My boarding school was small, you know. Uh-huh. I graduated with about 50 kids in my class. So damn. you go from that to. Yeah, you knew every one of them. Yeah, you know, and you go to like, school yeah. from 50 kids to 45,000. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, you like, come on, man. You lose your mind sometimes. So, like, I wasn't going to class and I was just like, all right, well, obviously I can't do pre med if I'm already skipping classes and shit. So True. I went to like liberal arts, you know. Hmm. <laughs> Took the easier route, and then I just realized it wasn't for me, man. Hmm. Did you finish? No, no. You didn't finish at Penn State. When no. did when did you start? No, I went to Penn State, and then the first semester I dropped out. I yeah, I came back though. I came back. Okay. I dropped out the first semester. Yeah. Um, came back, then dropped out again. When I came back, you were my RA that time. That you was the right? second time you were back. Yeah, that's and I was time. actually your RA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kept telling me, like, yo, bro, you gotta get out. You got your own room in there, man. You living like a bachelor. <laughs> I have no roommate. <laughs> yeah, you, did, you, did your roommate never show up? I don't know, man. I was living it up for that time period. I ended up getting a roommate, but oh, he did come late. <laughs> yeah, I remember late. I was like, hey, yeah, that's right. I was bro. having a blast with <laughs> You kept coming in like, you had, yo. You had the pregames yeah, in there I all the, the time. Yeah, I had a lit in there. You had the best together. He had a queen size <laughs> best in college, man. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I was living a lifestyle there, coming back high every day, smoked out in there, the whole room smelling like weed. But do you remember? Do you remember the the brownies phase? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Do you remember uh, Nick? Nick. Yeah, yeah. That name something. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Mexican, tall Mexican dude. I think so. Yeah, I think that's so. That's where I got. My, that's where he he put me on to. Do you remember like there was like a three months where like everyone was doing the uh, the like the the brownies? But yeah, that was everywhere. I remember like it was it was hustling day and night like everywhere. But it was only three months. Damn, that was a it was about like it was that, like huh? a small and then like do you remember like four locos came right after that yeah and that was crazy you remember everybody was drinking the four locos before, before they got banned yeah yeah the four loco wave was wild yo. <laughs> the four loco wave that's, if you saw a four loco around you knew what was going on that night 
You knew what was going on. Someone was getting stabbed or yeah, thrown yeah, up. Right. There's no there was not the, yeah, the night was not ending good. well. Yeah, no, it was not a good night. Like you knew how that night was going. Like, oh man. You had to be prepared for that night. You had to have some like some dirty shoes on. Like be prepared for oh, that night. Oh my like, god. Yeah, it went it went it went the edibles and then yeah. it went four locos. Man, I saw some weird shit out there, man. Penn State, bro. What's bro, the sure, what's the weirdest thing you can remember right now? Uh, we had a wave one time, you know, um, my boy Stama and all of them. So I'm, you know, Stama, you know, Stama, Lama. Stama, come on, we know Stama. Yeah, yeah, my boy. <laughs> uh, so you know, I mean, we chilling with them. At one point in time, me, Cloudy, Stama, we we was doing a 151 wave. So you know, hey man, I, yeah, you know how that is. That's the you, hey. It, <laughs> by the way, guys, if you ever run out of gas on the side of the <laughs> road, in there. go put some 151 in and your you tank. That shit, <laughs> that shit will work. That shit will work. Yo, the 151 wave, so we was like, you know, when you drink that, you black. I put Stama on to that. Yeah. I I, I put Stama on I to that, first so. of all. Somebody did. He brought it through with confidence. Like, he already <laughs> had that night, and he wanted us to share that night, so I'm like, cool. And that was the blackout. That's a blackout night, you know shit what I mean? Burn your throat. Yeah, it burn your throat. Everything. Burn your throat. <laughs> you take two shots, you feeling crazy. And all I know, like, I just remember this one day, we was 151 in it, and then... We just had a wild time. We was with these beautiful girls. Yeah, they were like some of the prettiest girls I've ever seen in my uh, life. And they were just sticking with us the whole day. And we were just with them the whole night. Y'all were drinking. day drinking, huh? Yeah, day drinking. Went and to like a day long and shit? Yeah, not really, no. We just was like in the apartment just drinking. Then we got to like nighttime. We went to this like frat house and shit. And I'm passed out. You know, I got these beautiful girls all laying over me. Like yeah. all over. I'm, it's, it's popping. Like, it's, right. <laughs> it's popping. But then like, I closed my eyes and then I opened my eyes. And all I remember is like. These pretty ass girls just start like they was kissing each other and stuff, but then they start playing with like mice. They pulled out mice. You said mice? Yeah, they pulled you out said, like, like pet mice. Yeah, like they pulled them out. What the fuck? And they just start. Like, Are you dead ass? Yeah, I'm this is. They pulled out mice and then they just start like playing with them. And the mice just like shitting all in their hand and they like Ooh, and there was and they <laughs> laughing and shit. And I'm too drunk to really peep what's going on. Like I, I'm like, yo, is that a fucking mouse? Yo? And I'm in the middle of this though. Like it's like one girl on the left, one girl on the right. And they just like playing with the mouse over me. <laughs> you didn't expect that to happen. Yeah, they pulled it out like she had it in her pocket the whole day. And, I, and I'm she had like, it in her pocket the whole know, day. I don't know where it came from, but like that's how she pulled it out. Like, yeah, here's a time. And I'm looking like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? But I'm you too said, drunk. Here's a time. Yeah. Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yo, like yo, you're stupid. Yo, I'm too drunk by then to oh even like react, bro. So I'm sitting there like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And I was oh just God. like, yo. That was a wild night, man. I had to get up out of there. I tell you, that. <laughs> I got up out of there. I packed my shit and left. Uh, oh, my you God. Pulling on mice and shit. College. <laughs> so college was fun. Yeah, college was fun. So after, so the second time, what was the determining factor for you to drop out the second time? Uh, I had to, like, get true with myself and realize that I was just doing school to please others, and I wasn't really doing it. Just to please who? Others. Just, just mm-hmm. random people. Just, just, you know what I mean? It just looked good to say I finished school. For sure. But I wasn't doing anything I wanted to do. So I said I need to, like, stop doing that shit and start figuring out what the hell I want in life and fulfilling my own and when, you know, goals. When, when did that answer come about? Or when did that answer become more clear? I'm sure you haven't answered it completely. But uh, but when did it kind of, like, make more sense of what, sh- what your thing that you were trying to do was? Um, I think it is made more sense after, like, fuck up after fuck up you know you keep messing up yeah you go through life experience you know i left school and i'm you know i'm back in the hood again doing hood shit like you know what i mean just yeah. just drawing you know what i mean just yeah snapping doing stuff that's not even true to my you know my character that's and not even who you are yeah right? like, I, like i'm sitting I on the block with homies like, smoking cigs and shit like what the fuck i don't even like cigarettes. Yeah, like yo, that's not even me no more like what yeah. am, i got too much potential to be 
sitting around and shit. Like I had to really like follow my ass a couple times to realize like okay, it's time to do what you really want to do in this For world, sure. man. So yeah, it was So what was that? Just everything, man. Art, designing, mm-hmm. you know, graphic design, mm-hmm. um fashion design and taking the music serious, like really working on working on my craft cuz like I already knew graphic design. I taught myself like as a kid. So I was like, man, I need to like do something with that. Mm-hmm. I could have went to school for it. I could have been you, doing. I was just gonna say that yeah. that's a thing you could do. Yeah, I didn't know though, cause like I never took it serious, you know. Mm-hmm. I was always doing graphics, but I thought like you needed this crazy portfolio to get in like art school. So I was no. just like, nah. You know, somebody told me that all you gotta do is draw like an apple, and you could get it. <laughs> I mean, some people the shirts that you that you designed for me. Yeah. Those are the only ones I've sold out of. Yeah. Like instantly, I sold out of. Oh, like I have, I have three lines of my shirts. And the ones you designed, is the second ones, the one where, for those, some of them, I, a lot of people have them because yeah. they sold out. Right. It's me sitting on the chair, like that, those sold out imme- immediately. Damn, bro, we gotta do another one, bro. That's what I'm saying, because yeah, because my my, <laughs> like, my shit is trash. Yeah. I got a whole bundle of my old shit. Oh, that's funny. I wanted to, I, I wanted to bring you one of the ones that you designed for me. Yeah. I didn't have they, they those they, are the ones right, that sold. Oh uh, yeah, we gotta do another things. one. Then. We gotta turn up with it then. Yeah, I'm too crazy. busy right now. You gave me the Yo, too, which I respect, crazy, which I respect, which crazy. I respect. A lot. I, I had to really cut freelance off because like. It got too wild, you know what I mean? So you figured out you want to follow the art path. How how did you end up saying, like, I'm going to move to, to, to L.A.? Were you already doing music and design by then? Or what yeah, inspired yeah, yeah, you to yeah. move yeah, out I to L.A.? I was doing music and design, but, like, not in a serious way, you know? Just still, you know, growing, learning my craft and stuff. But, like, when I was on, I went to South by Southwest. Okay. And I was out there, like, yeah, I'm going to promote. I'm going to, like, get my music out. I'm going right. to get my art out. And it don't work like that. You go out to South by Southwest and you just, you know, you, and you, you same as anyone else out there. So, but it's like how, do, but it's like how does, but it works for some people. Yeah, it does. But like, I, I can never, I don't know, man. It's just something about right place, right time. I don't know, man. But like, I went out there and it didn't work out. So I'm just like, and I'm partying hard while I'm out there. You know, I'm, I'm wild. I'm on everything. So you're being hella people. Yeah, yeah, you're being, I'm you're being, yeah. I'm out there losing my fucking mind. Like right. you name it, I was on it. Right, <laughs> like right. wilding out there. So like. <laughs> And I guess like I had to come down off of all that shit. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think like the night I was coming down Which off of all that shit. Come down too. Yeah, it's, yo, it's the most depressing shit you could ever go through in life. Sure. Yo. That for was sure. the craziest feeling I, ever, I never felt so down in my life. Yo. Who who got you to go to South by Southwest? You uh, went by yourself? Nah, I had a homie out there. Well, my homie from Philly, my man Dre. He a rapper too. He he, he dope too. Yeah. My man uh, Dre. He um. He was like, yeah, I'm going out to South by. I go meet my boy. I'm like, yo, you should come. I'm like, cool. So I pulled up, and it was just a wild time. You pulled up. You, you bought yeah. a plane ticket. Yeah, I bought a plane ticket. Or you pulled up. I bought like, a plane you ticket. Like you drove out there. <laughs> you put up on, a, on the horse in the carriage. Where, where are you getting these funds from? Am I allowed to uh, ask this question? Yeah, I mean, just where, different shit in life. You're, you know? you're, you're just like working. Like, what, what are you doing to sustain, like sustain your stuff at this point? At that point in time, yeah, I was fucking broke. Uh-huh. I was fucked up. That's what. That's what I'm like, saying. So how all did you? All I had was enough. Like. I had some pocket money from just that's, like small shit I was doing. Like Cause that's two hundred dollars to yeah. fly out to Austin, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And round trip is two hundred dollars. Yeah. So how long yeah. did you stay out at? Well, how long was, was your plan? Like, uh, was that for like four days, five days? That's yeah. what I'm saying, yeah, man. Like, so that's that's a big that was, at that, that point. Like a thousand dollar trip. In college, I remember like yeah, I, yeah. like in college, like I was like I don't know if I'm gonna eat this week. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the yeah. decision you had to make. Well, do I want to eat good this week or do I want to do this other thing? Yeah. I mean, I was I was doing some shit like you know what I mean. I was running around, you know what I mean, get my hands with some type of money back then. However, I could. I was still <laughs> broke. Don't get me wrong, but for sure. 
I was doing what I could. Make so you was out side by side for us. You went and dabbled. You came on a down, and then what happened? I just had this like crazy like when I was down so low. I was just feeling like, damn man, I don't even want to be in this world no more. Like I was feeling like that. Mm. Like, and then something just told me like, yeah, you like you lit. Like, mm-hmm. like if you don't get in your shit, like figure out what you want to do with this sure. world. And then something told me it's like, yo, go to go to Cali, go to L.A. Wow. That was always like my goal anyway. It's like come out here and just be amongst. The heavy hitters, you know what I mean? I don't want to be in a small town where Philly's not a small city, but if you good in Philly, mm-hmm. you kind of get big headed because you think there's nothing else around. There's sure. no competition around. Sure. I wanted to come where the big dogs was at because I knew I could compete. So, like, for sure. I don't know. After that, after feeling down like that, I was like, man, I'm going to come out here. I know a girl that was living out in San Diego. I was like, I'm going to stay on her couch for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And find a spot. Yeah. And I'm going to make it happen. You yeah. know what I mean? And I did that. I came out with a duffel bag. I had nothing. Wow. I had nothing, bro. Wow. Like, literally nothing. All I had was the clothes for South by Southwest. And they was all dirty because I wore them all. So you so, went from straight from. Yeah, I went from straight from Austin to, to San Diego. You didn't go back home? No, I never. I haven't been back home. Oh, I didn't go back home. Shit. Yeah, I didn't go back home. Bro. I didn't go to prepare or like plan for it. No, Whoa, just like, damn. fuck it. I took it. Like, <laughs> took that chance. So where does the name November Nights come from? Uh, this like my birthday. I was born in November, mm-hmm. November twenty seventh. It's like a nighttime thing. So yeah, like, just like the feel that that like kind of embodied who I was, you know. Yeah, November Nights was just like my my style. It's real laid back, chill. When you think of a November night, you know, put your cozy situation for sure. <laughs> and that's just I don't know, it's symbolic of who I am and how I carry myself. You know, just real. And then being finally finding your own spot up here in LA. Yeah. It was a, it was definitely a, a man. It was definitely a lot of trials and tribulations. <laughs> it was hard, you know. I came out here when I, my first spot. I was standing like UCLA, yeah, sharing a room with with a, college a, a college kid. He was scared as fuck when he saw me. He was scared. He was a white dude, a little white boy. He was fucking <laughs> terrified. He saw tattoos. Then my homies that helped me move in, my homies from San Diego. They was tatted up. They all bloods and shit. They out there. Saying all type of shit, yo, blood, this, that. It was terrified. <laughs> well, that's that's dope. They help you move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, that's, I had uh, this college kid like was calling his mom, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if college yeah, is flirting me. Yo, I thought I went to UCLA, shit. not USC. Yeah, he was scared <laughs> as shit, bro. I had to like break the ice, like, yo, bro, like it's cool. Like, I'm, a, I'm a cool boy. Like, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Like, you know, I had to chill because like, what? Yeah, my homie from San Diego. He, I knew him for a while. And uh-huh. He was out there. He was a little older and shit, so he helped me move to LA. When I found the spot, but I was staying on this girl couch in San Diego. Yeah, for like two weeks, and she was just treating me like a bum. Like you know what I mean? She was on some like, oh, you still here? Yeah, you still here? Yeah. <laughs> couch, like, like yo, that's not even like that. I'm about to make a move in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like seeing how people turn their back on you when you like trying to transition into becoming a better person is interesting. But like you know, no hard feelings or nothing like that. I still fuck with it. I would say. That Southern California is the biggest, like, if you're not doing shit, then, like, I'm going to drop you. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. They and don't care about your potential They don't out here. care about potential out here. Potential because matter. everybody, everybody has got potential. potential. Yeah, right. it's about so what, what was your do. what was your game plan? You, your, your game plan was to move out here, but, like, what, like artistically, said, what was yeah, what was it the dominoes um, you was going to knock down first? Okay, so I said I was going to get a spot first just to make sure I, need a, I got a place to lay. You did that? I did that. Then I said, I'm going to get a design job. Like, so. No, I'm gonna pay the bills with graphic design. I don't mm-hmm. want to be a graphic designer, but I know how to design. I've you, been teaching myself that, right? for many years. Yeah, you know, I've been doing this since like you know 14, 15. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to get a job in this just to help support me while I do my other things. Yeah. Life. So you know, I just hit the you know hit the websites and the all yeah. that shit. 
found a good little gig oh, that you was did. paying. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Found the found the uh, job with the agency. Okay. And they were just like, yeah, we like you. Come through. Mm-hmm. Started working for them on the side, like part time, mm-hmm. just to make sure I could handle my bills with. And then I got the other my free time to like do my own thing, my freelance stuff, make mm-hmm. my music, mm-hmm. make my clothing and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that was a step. Like first step was uh, living space, mm-hmm. secure funds, just so I can make sure I can afford that living space. For sure. And now it's just like all about focusing on my individual goals and projects. And and now two years later, uh, what what's come about from that two year plan so far? Um, so far I've been able to like you know really get things going with the clothing brand. I've been able to like see, like build my name as a designer uh-huh. you know as a freelance artist uh-huh. some would say and, um, my music's been doing good you know i've been able to like put some music out consistently and get things going but like mm-hmm. i still feel like i could be doing more in the two years like because there's a lot of like everyday life stuff that gets in a way that kind of slows you up for sure to your goals but like i can still say i would like to do more but in those two years i think i'll accomplish a lot of things Cause i've heard you put out like uh, i've heard you put out a, a lot of music in the yeah. last two and a half years yeah um, a lot of music that you're passionate about, I know. Yeah. Um, I know that you've been working on your designing, and I know that from a conversation that we had last time, yeah. you feel like you don't promote yourself enough. Yeah, man, promotion has always been kind of hard for me. I'm not really a big fan of that type of stuff, you know. I always thought, like, I don't know. You thought that, like, the work Yeah, would. the work should always speak, and that was, like, my thing. That was my motto. I that with my girlfriend. That's, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> That's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> I thought, oh, like, I show I'm a good person. Yeah, that's all. And she'll appreciate that. Nah. That's not how that works. Nah, you got to do a little bit more. And that's like, that and, was a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. And the conversation that we had right before we started recording was, like, how did some of these people blow up right. just off of YouTube? Because cause you said you watch YouTube all the time. Yeah, I love what YouTube, What is that about? Well, I know. I just like. Like what, do you, what do you start searching? Cause you said you go I never these, type anything in search. Like you know, after a while, they get kind of get a you know how to the, the search engine. Yeah, like they kind of SEO you works. Just, yeah, they get used to who yeah. you are, and yeah. what you watch. So, so it's like you you would rec- you would enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. just start that with that. Yeah, to start with that, hop around. And so music or what? Yeah, music mainly. Music and I watch like money management stuff, entertainment stuff. Like that. Do you watch for the uh, like the music Because I will. I'm not. I will. Be honest. I was having this conversation with some friends. Yeah. Like a music video, will affect my, uh, affect how I feel about a song. Like sometimes, like yeah, a music video yeah. will like make me like. It make a break a song. Like uh, uh, people go, you know, they blow up off of videos alone. Like yeah. Some people don't want to. Like the attention span is so bad now that they don't even want to just hear the song. Yeah. You got to see something too. Right. So they give them a visual. It always works. So I'm always watching YouTube. Like. Just looking for new people, you know, new okay. artists, new sounds. Yeah. And then comparing my sound and seeing, like, where I fit in amongst it all. And then it's kind of like a, I don't know, like checking the weather. <laughs> How would you compare? Yeah. yeah How I, I, I watch a lot of stand-up comedy yeah. on my free time. I watch, the like, people that I, res- I love. Right. Hopefully, sometimes that will take me to people I've never heard of. And then um, I will watch, like, I like going to open mics or yeah. not open mics, but like I like going to like comedy shows with like lesser known people, just to just to gauge. So you watch them and you like I'm better than other, <laughs> or you just <laughs> yeah, it, it, I like people that come to comedy shows with me will notice like I don't laugh a yeah. lot, and I I'm not like being critical. I'm not saying like you ain't shit, but I'm like I could be doing better. And part of that is I'm disappointed in myself because yeah. of where I could be versus where i am yeah 
You know, like I know, I know, I know some of my, sh- I know my shit's good. Right. And the shit that I'm watching is either regurgitated. I do not respect people that say the same type of jokes as yeah. everybody else. Um, that's tough, man. That's the worst thing when you when know you, hear, you got, you know, you hot, and then you watching people that's not. But it's like you gotta just put your blinders on, you know. You gotta treat you it like to. like fucking like it's a derby, you know. Because like I said <laughs> earlier, they're they're hustling way harder than us. Yeah, sometimes they're hustling, well, than me. That's yeah. That's what I diagnosed it as. You know, they're out here at five or six clubs in a week. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing I'm doing one or two shows a month. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's sure. My, that's on me. Yeah. It's on you, but then it's like, it's sad that that's the time period we're in. We're in a time period where you got to exhaust yourself right, to to prove something. You know, you got to. if you actually do one great Yeah, great show. Thing. Yeah, nobody wants one great show anymore. They want yeah. a thousand subpar shows. And nobody wants to do that. Like, that <laughs> shit is horrible. Like, the time period we're in Takashi is like. 6 9 is yeah, the. Yeah, like you, like, you know, I like all that stuff. I like, I listen yeah. to all that stuff, but it's like. Yeah. People want content so quickly now that mm-hmm. there's no time to even be good at anything because they just they want it right now. So like, it makes more sense now to do a, a billion average things than to do one great thing. We talked about crazy. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but like uh, before we started recording, do you think the our like the '09 that mixtape era was the yeah. was the golden era of music before it, it like was was at the peak before it went downhill? Yep. Yeah, mixtapes with like when like Wiz and and yeah. like uh, like Big Crit like yeah that was the last Joey Bad that was the last that was the last wave of um you know project based quality yeah, music quality music because like back then you know you had to get on that piff you had to have a, a quality tape you had to be mixed you had to put some time and effort into mm-hmm. your craft mm-hmm. before you pop off. But you could pop off easy, you know. You could get what was that? Oh, DJ Rockstar and uh, DJ Rockstar. And all, all, all you had to all get the DJ yeah, shows. You get them to host it. Oh my and god! You get a good body of work and you was on, but you need DJ a body Green of work. Lantern. Yeah, DJ Green Lantern. DJ Fuck Your Bitch. Wait, what was it? Yeah, all, that, all type of shit, yeah. like all of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had drama going crazy still. You know, oh all of that. shit! So like, but at least back then you had to have a body of work. Nowadays, you don't even got to get your shit professionally mixed. Mm-hmm. I heard some songs on Spotify that still got like the tags on the beats. Like, Purchase your tracks. Uh, <laughs> but like, that's just the time period and nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares about quality anymore. It's just like we want fucking content all the time. And that's what people, that's what they sign. That's what labels sign, labels sign. So do you think that's like, do you think that's a formula you need to do? Or like, what's the formula you're following? Man, because sometimes because I from what I know, yeah, your graphic design career has been way better than you expected, yeah, and way better, like oh, just yeah. way, uh, like has taken off way more than you, uh, than your music career. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah right. That's far, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, and that's been, I don't know, I feel bittersweet about it. I'm know. not trying to like, I'm not no. trying to like talk down to you. At no, all. I, feel I you hope know, that bro. wasn't negative. Oh no, 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 that's, no, no, that's a bro. That's Honestly, true. Like my clients and graphic design, in comparison to my music, is two different things. Like I'm not gonna name shop, but you talked about really big names that you have worked. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah, yeah. I still do. Like and you tons. don't yeah. expect that ever. No. But you're still. But these people are still asking. For, how do they find you? Man, through f- friends of friends, and uh-huh. you know, just being in that community where there's other designers and stuff like that, they kind of hit you up. Mm-hmm. You do a couple of favorites with people, and then they, you know, send you the courtesy back. So like, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of networking that so it's comes not like behind. That in the music, though. 
no and the music is too much too many like too many artists it's too wow. many artists to be like okay let me put you on let me put you on it That's varies you know see now that my, my my one of my game plans for putting my own, my own comedy show was right. hoping that like oh okay that's easy i would network with these people these right. are people that i'm going to be putting on my show right and i'm going to show them a great service right and i would hopefully think that they think that i'm i did a good job performing as well because right. i'm performing all my own shows and Damn. i would thought that would create my own network and that i would be not to this day not one person well i one person out of everybody I've put on has, has been like, hey, like, why don't you come on to my show also? Yeah. You know, I, I thought that was exactly what it'd be. I thought it'd be like tit for tat, like, hey, like, you were good. Like, I, I appreciated your show. Right. It don't work like that, though, because like, it's, a, it's a competition at the end of the day. And, and people feel intimidated by competition. But if you are like my shit is unique. Right. I'm not competing with I've only heard one time one comment comic like remotely kind of talk about one of the things that I would have may have talked about. Yeah. But I mean, to you is like no one's in my lane and I'm not in their lane. But to them, it's like you're in my lane, bro. I don't want you around. Right. <laughs> I don't want you around. That's what it is. Yeah. You can't go to like same with this. I can't go anywhere in L.A. Mm-hmm. and tell them I make music because Cause no one gives a fuck because everyone make music. So yeah. it's like. You gotta sell them with something else. So that's why I come in and I say, I'm a "Oh, I design, designer, yeah. I do fashion," because that grabs attention even, a little even, more. Even that, is yeah. Like, is, oh, is okay, where, so it's Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just where we're going. But that's where Damn. it's all going, man. It's, it's a tough time for artists. It's a tough time for people in our spaces, like creative spaces, where we gotta put all this effort into. You know, comedy is tough, man. I don't know how the hell you do a sketch. How <laughs> you like sketch up a, a plan for like a stand-up a show? show. Yeah. And you got to deal with the people. It's like, that's tough, man. You got to deal with the crowd and how they're acting and what they're saying and how they're responding to what you're saying. That's crazy, bro. I think music, I've said this multiple times, like, I wish I was a good musician. I mean, it kinda, but, but, but music is like, music is expressive first. So, like, yeah. regardless of who fucks with my music, yeah, it's still I'm still getting that expression out. For sure. You need that crowd to fucking laugh I to get that next the show. Crowd to laugh for sure. So you need that engagement. I don't necessarily need the engagement, but yeah. I would like the engagement. So you, know? you don't do you do you and I'm not saying this is the way to go, but do right. you do like any open mics or anything? No. No. I don't want to do open mics. You don't have time, huh? I feel like you're busy a lot. Yeah, I'm busy with a lot of design and stuff, but I, I don't want to set excuses. Like honestly, I just don't want to. You don't I, want to I don't want to because I, I see what how that looks and I don't like that aesthetic. I don't like that. Sure. People, some people believe in that, you know, build it up from the ground, grassroots sure. approach. But me, I just think you fucking singing to deaf ears, you know? And it's like... For sure. So, I, I don't know. People feel differently about that situation. I could do open mics all night, but, like, I don't think that's where the traction comes from nowadays. So, where where do you think the recognition would come from, from the music standpoint? And this is, again, not me coming from a judgment of play. I'm yeah. like... Cause I don't know either. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm I'm doing the social media thing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the performance. I I, yeah. I don't know. Where do you think the recognition would come from? From because you, all your friends fuck with you. Like, yeah. like I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out a way to break out of my first circle of influence. Yeah. Like I same have, same. I have what a music good same. circle of friends that like support me and that every time they do like I'm like yeah. damn it's dope I, I I love it. How do I get those people's friends and those people's friends friends and then. A random person in fucking Tokyo, like right. I love this guy, you know. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough, man. I, I I learned like honestly, what I learned about friends and stuff is that 
they weren't my first supporters, to be honest with you. So, yeah. like, it was kind of like luck sometimes. Like, the people that ended up listening to my music, it was, like, no formula to it. I kind of just put it out, and mm. they caught it. Like, right. you know, you never know, like, how people jump on the waves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But breaking out of that first, you know, that first tier of, like, friends and all of that, I think it's just about networking, hopping outside. Yeah. Meeting random people. You, I mean, you're good at networking. You know how to do that all day. So like, That is uh, partly why the podcast is happening. Yeah. I'm like, I look at my demographics or, or everyone that's ever come to my shows or supported me. And it's like, it's like I would say 98% of people that has ever uh, met me want yeah. to support me. Like people like that have met me, like me. Yeah, like, likeable person, bro. <laughs> Thank bro, you. I, I, I appreciate that. Definitely are, bro, for sure. So I'm like, damn, how do I directly affect those numbers? You know, like, I, yeah. I just got to talk to everybody. Yeah, you kind of just got to talk to everyone. That's what, yeah. that's what it's, yeah. for me, I, I got to talk to everybody. And you got to do that uncomfortable shit. You got to just, Midgets, like, KKK, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I bro. don't matter. Like, I'm going to yeah, talk to you, come bro. to the show, I'm going to make you laugh. Yeah, you kind of got to do, even though everybody, like, you know, like, if I walk up and say, I make music, no one cares, but you kind of got to keep doing it. You got to kind of keep saying, oh, I make music, I make music, I make music. Because, like, there's no other way. Like, What's the reaction you get? Because I, I, the reaction you, you usually, when people are like, oh, like, what do you do? If I ever say I do comedy, they're like, oh, so you're funny. Make me laugh. Yeah, or, they want something on the spot. Yeah. Who's you, are you saying? Sing. Like, no. So that's what I'm. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the reaction you usually get when you when if you ever do tell people I do music? If I say I do music, it's all cool. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say oh, that. Oh yeah, cool. Or then like a girl. If I'm with a girl, it's yeah. like, cool. Sing me something. You sing or rap? I'm like a little bit. Have both. you ever have you ever sang or rap? And in, in that time, no. Like, because I, I I used to do yeah, like when people were like, <laughs> yeah, no, like oh, tell me a joke. Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, do, yeah you don't do that, bro. And it, <laughs> every time, every time it's every time it hasn't worked out. Yeah, it's like, all right, because like they're expecting the greatest joke ever, and it's like, yo, no, no, you're not gonna like disrespect my craft like that by demanding something on the spot, like. Right. This is this is my job. Yeah. This is pay like me a, for this. Yeah. You gotta cut a check. You want something? <laughs> you want to hear a song? Like, nah. But yeah, the music is tough, man. There's no formula, I believe, to really break through. It's just about. I think the only thing you can do is be consistent. Just try to keep dropping music, keep being yourself, and then you can't you can't like can't predict what happens. You can't be in control of everything. And I had to learn to let go with music and just do it. How many how many songs have you produced that are out in public? Um, right now I did about in the public I got about fourteen, fifteen. Now. And you have no albums, right? That are out. Or oh, I did like a little four you track. Have, you have an EP? Yeah, four track with an EP. But do you have a favorite song out of all the 14? Uh, yeah, my favorite song is probably Body. I like Body. It's on a there. great song. Yeah, I like Body. Everyone like Body, but I kind of outgrew Body. Because you hear it all the time? Yeah. When I first recorded it, I was over it. But like, I have like, in the vault, I have like hundreds of songs. But So if there is a person that was to ever be potential elevator in your music career that you were to meet and they're like let me hear something that you played is body the song you would choose no i would probably pick something that's like not even out yet so you play them a, a song some, that's not out yeah some unreleased stuff you think something unreleased is way better than yeah, what you have times, out right now because are, wa- are you waiting are you waiting and sort of and that's kind of not good like 
I need to like change my mindset. Well, like I didn't release. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't put out mo- most of my uh my like this my stand ups. I usually mm-hmm. like would have people record for me or someone record for me and I was very reluctant to release my 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 stand ups. Yeah. Uh one, there was that fear of like, well, what if people like it and then I can't produce something better than that, right? Like Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Trying to live up to what you just did. The other thing tough. the other thing that was like a very small, not as big was uh, what if I put this out and someone copies me? That's way bigger. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It gets way bigger off of that. Yep. Um, and yeah, so like the, the combination of those two were reasons why I was reluctant. But then, yeah, it's kind of tough. I mean, like I like uh, like how do how do people still make new music? There's been music being made since fucking the big. How is there new beats? How is there new lyrics? Like how is that still happening? It's constantly like. It's always producers, you know. It's always producers. It's always like, how are you making a new beat? How are you making? How are you making a new song about the same shit? It's yeah. like there's songs. It's about love. There's songs about yourself, and there's yeah. songs about. It's like there's like a formula. Yeah. How is there still new music being produced? <laughs> Do you understand what? I'm yeah, like? I feel what you're saying. I don't know. I, I think like, she's like a journal, like almost very it's expressive. Your, it's, it, yeah. it's my journal. Like same thing with my art and everything. It's like this. A day in the life for me, like however I'm feeling at that time, uh-huh. just express it. So you have this vault of music. Yeah, tons. Why, why are you holding it? Because you get caught up trying to, you train yourself to act like the major acts. You tell yourself, oh, well, you know, Drake drops a song this month, but then he drops one another month, so let mm-hmm. me do one song a month. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, like, shit, I'm not Drake. Like, I don't got his fucking fan base to drop once a month. Mm-hmm. And I used to be against, like, uh, Quantity, heavy quantity, like quantity or everything. Quality yeah, tracks. Yeah, I just wanted to do one quality at a time, but like that's not the time period anymore. The time period, they want quality and quantity. Shit, so, Lil B was dropping mixtapes yeah, for a while, like crazy. 20 songs yeah, a 20 week. 20 songs, yo. 20 song EPs and all type of stuff, bro. But like, he got a following with that. He sure did. He got a crazy following with that. And I kind of still want to. I want quality to still exist in my, you know, in my music and stuff, but I also want to make sure I put out way more, way more content. Like, cause there's no reason for me to hold on to stuff. There's no reason for you to have stuff in the vault. Like, what what do you gain from that? So are you game planning or do you do you have a plan now? Yeah, yeah, I do have a plan now. Are my, you allowed to say that or you want to yeah, keep yeah, it Yeah, yeah, my plan now is just like flood, flood it. Okay. You know, flood the market. Okay. Constantly putting out music, constantly putting out videos, and just till something sticks, you know. I just dropped like a video recently, and it took for, it took a while for like me to actually get to that point where I realized like this is what you need to do. People want to see your face, people want to hear your sound. Mm-hmm. So you got to do all of that stuff, man. Just a lot of constantly putting out stuff. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. It's just tough, man. I wish I wish my music was. Uh, as in the man, as my design is, <laughs> but all in time, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I. That's what I recognize. Like you talked about, like you were always so busy because of your design job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, design is. Do like, you enjoy it more at least now, or no, is that just no. literally? It's strictly just it. It just pays. Strictly pays the bills. I do not enjoy graphic design. Wow. I like the design. I like. Uh, let me take that back. I like graphic design mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. and then it's in an expressive way. I do not like working for clients and. Mm. Because they want you to do all type of weird stuff, and then they expect 
You know what I mean? They just want the worst shit, and I don't like the... How much longer do you think you'll live in L.A. for? I want to set up here, probably, for sure. Like, I want... This is it. I'm going to have a spot out here and a spot back in Philly. Mm. Just hop around. Yeah. You know, do my thing. Um, Do you have a music highlight? Do you have a a highlight in, I'm sorry, your artistic career? Oh, yeah, man. Like, like things I've done, like that... that Something that has been, like, damn, like has inspired yourself you know yeah i mean with the art for sure like the art yeah but the music i'm kind of like I've, I've hit some marks like yeah when i first my first song i dropped you know like every like all the publications picked it up i'm on revolt really yeah i'm on hot new hip-hop so i'm like damn this is lit like i'm getting those numbers up and that know? just came from you releasing a song and they picked it up on their own I, I, I sent out like a, I used to collect emails of every blog, for sure. everything. Oh, you used to email right. them. Okay. And they just picked it up. Have you stopped doing that? I still do it, but it's not the same, you know. Okay. Yeah, it's hit or miss. So I feel like it was a sign. When I first did that and mm-hmm. everybody picked it up, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Let me try it again. Then mm-hmm. They didn't pick it up the next time, but like mm-hmm. that was just promising to see like, damn, so it is. Wow. You know, it's something in this, so let me stick with it. So like. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I'm doing some nice numbers on some songs on right. some some stuff like Bro, I, bro, I, I, I like your music a lot. Oh, and I, I I told you that the the one of my exes was like she was the type who was like, Oh, this song's about me. Like you know, like that's yeah. like when she can when yeah. you have people that are like connecting to yeah, with the song. message you yeah. Yeah, that's, that's big. That's big, yeah. And I started to realize that it's it's deeper than like counting views and counting plays. It's like just trying to resonate with people, trying to get them to actually feel what you're saying. And, like, if I can get a diehard fan out of 100 listens, yeah, that's much better than me than having 5,000 listens and no interaction back. Like, Wow. Because that diehard fan is going to turn into a, a, you know, that's a customer. For sure. Essentially. Not for just sure. a customer, but no, it's yeah. a supporter, you know. For sure. They, they, they do other things for you. They help you grow in a different way. And for I'd sure. rather have some hardcore supporters than a bunch of like listens with no faces so yeah severe this is a question that i've asked everybody yeah before i wrap up yep what is something you are you were 24 20, no i'm older now i'm old man now how old are you 26 20, now oh man yeah. all right i'm 27 Ch- chill out we <laughs> we still young all right yeah. we still we got my, so our backs is getting yeah what would you tell 16 year old severe i would tell 16 year old piece of me. advice uh, stay focused, stay consistent. Mm. Don't let doubt stop you from doing what you want to do in this life. Be as expressive as possible. You know, be unapologetic in everything you do. Just constantly, constantly put things out and work to become a better artist. You know, that what I, I would tell myself at that age. Yeah. Um, well, Sabir, uh, I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I have to cut this short. Most of my other interviews have gone three hours. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but how do how do people how would people follow you or how do people listen to what you're putting out? Oh yeah, you can. Um, I'm on all the streaming apps. Nov Nights, N O V Nights, November Nights. Um, you can follow me on all the social media accounts under Nov Nights Eleven, N O V Nights Eleven. Yeah, just hit me up. Reach out to me. Talk to me about some things. Collab, whatever. You know, whatever you want to do. Bro, I appreciate. I, I honestly appreciate you. I hope it's Thank not you, a year man. and a half to the next time I see nah, you. Nah, man, it's gonna be sooner <laughs> than that. It's gonna be way sooner than that. All right, yeah, we got a party to hit or something. <laughs> Saw me. All these eyes.
Bye. 